the Spark of Madness podcast. Hey, the microphone tried to do what it did last week, but I yeah. didn't let it. So oh. we're, we actually have audio. We have audio. I uh, was listening live to you guys last week when I wasn't here. And you didn't comment when we asked you to. I didn't because <laughs> uh, I was driving through. I actually only caught the very the second half of it because I was in a dead oh, okay. a dead zone. So, mm. but then I I also knew that my phone would crap out and I wouldn't have internet. So I just the, when I had the little brief window, that's when I sent in. Did you guys talk about character development yet? <laughs> ah, we did. Yeah, we, we did. We you we completely it. did. We, we we did a good job when you weren't around. We made you proud. Yeah, you did R- Predator right? 2 versus well, Predators. We did, yeah. We did. Uh, did you see the opening video for that? No, no, I didn't. It was the, the it, dance it, video. Yeah, there, was there, there was an outtake in the uh, Predators video uh, that they, they did a dance routine at the end for fun. And it's hilarious. So <laughs> and Danny Glover got in the fun, too. Predator. <laughs> it's, it's, it's a real thing. It's really? a real, it's a real yeah. dang thing. I told him to uh, overlay it with uh, Sting's every move you make. <laughs> I didn't want to get in trouble. Because he's invisible. Oh, well, speaking of Sting. Oh, hey. Hey. oh my oh, God. Yeah. That, was, that was not set up. Oh. <laughs> that was a random Masterful. Random Can we stop now? Me. Yeah. Pod's <laughs> over. <laughs> yeah. Well, there we go. Speaking of We Sting. did not uh, write that in there. So, uh, just to, I'm Matt, that's Ben over there, and that's Aaron at the controls. We uh, talk about movies every week, and by the end of this podcast, we'll give you a rating about uh, whatever we just podcast, watched. podcast, we wonder yeah. why we started. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what are we even doing here? You follow? Um, <laughs> uh, so, I said, speaking of Sting, uh, today we're doing the 1973 Best Picture winner, <sighs> The Sting. Um. Um, because Robert Redford, uh, his very last movie is coming out this weekend. Uh, you old man in, with the gun, old man and a gun, something like that. Um, I thought, so we thought you, you think a title like that that Clint Eastwood <laughs> would be in there? Yeah, movie. yeah. You follow? Maybe it was directed mm-hmm. by him. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> um, <laughs> you're gonna work that in the whole time. <laughs> Um, Quiet. Don't pay attention to it. So we thought we'd honor Robert Redford because his last movie's coming out by doing one of his best movies. Um, or at least... I, I think it's he, one of he his got, best. He got nominated for this. Uh, he didn't win the award for best actor. No. Uh, but it's, yeah. it, but So what, what came first? Butch, Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid? I believe Kid? Butch Cassidy. I think that came first. Because that's the, the first time that uh, Paul Newman and him were in a movie together, right? right. Yeah, yeah, I believe so. And, yep. they, and they were into it. They, they loved that chemistry so much they used him again. Mm-hmm. That's common. It's a great effect. I liked it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Quite good. Quite good. So we're going to talk about this movie quite a bit. Uh, do we want to try and do a synopsis thing? Here? Go ahead, Matt. Yeah. <laughs> Me. Oh, we did a lot of talking last week. smelt it, dealt it. You took the note. <laughs> okay. I'll give it a shot. I'll do it as Good luck as with this one, pal. <laughs> this most convoluted plot. Uh, the overarching, if you haven't seen the movie, is Robert Redford is a con man. He and his original partner, Luther, are conning somebody. Um, and it happens to be someone associated with the mob. Which, they conned the wrong man. That's right. And the mob boss is Robert Shaw, who's uh, he Irish. Plays, he quite played, Irish. He's quite uh, Irish. Robert Shaw plays the bee in this movie. He is. He, he is the sting. <laughs> <laughs> he's, got, he's got the stinger. It was yeah. a good bee suit. Kelly's good. <laughs> you follow? <laughs> these these references are real, from 1973. Buzz, buzz. Really you follow? Yes. <laughs> you follow? Yes. Yeah, 
don't short truck the queen. Please stop us, man. Um, all right, so they uh, they con the wrong guy, and uh, so Robert Redford has to ditch town. His partner ends up getting killed. This is the very start of the movie. Not really a spoiler. A lot happens in the first. Five yeah, minutes. and so then he goes to meet up with uh, somebody his partner Luther connected him with to to start scoring the big con versus these small town ta- yeah. uh, small time ones, and that's Paul Newman, who's this expert con man who's been kind of in hiding and drunk and stuff. Mm-hmm. He made, see Paul Newman's character was uh, busy making all these ranch dressings yep. and, uh, and fig Newtons and fig Newtons really and uh, conning people uh, with pasta sauce that <laughs> yeah. wasn't really that good. Yeah. <laughs> but I still bought it anyway. He's the marinara man. He is. Yeah. Paul Newman. <laughs> like, uh, all the canker sores. <laughs> His pasta sauce was very acidic. Was it? It's very it was. Specific. Yeah, it was. Somebody's like listening to this at home and it's like, he's so right. And somebody, <laughs> Newman. I've been trying to put this opinion to words for yeah. years. Yeah. Yeah. You follow? The Alfredo's out. outrageous. <laughs> what a con man. Yeah. It was outrageous. <laughs> so. Talk about a big sting operation. Yeah. 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 Stung your mouth. So on, uh, apparently Paul Newman, though, was also at one point or another uh, uh, hurt, not hurt literally, but like. He was stung? He was, yeah, he was stung <laughs> by the mob guy, by Lonigan, uh, Robert Shaw. I don't remember what that what like why he wanted revenge also. It was but, very in passing. Yeah. I, so, I see. They concoct a huge operation to try and get back at him and steal a whole bunch of money. And uh, the whole point of it to be that he wouldn't even know that they were the two responsible. And kind mm-hmm. of in the background, a cop who was after Redford at the start of the movie is trying to chase him down, too. Which um, is Papio Dano. Yeah. Papio Daniel from uh, Oh Brother Where Art Thou, if anybody remembers that yeah. movie. Yeah, he, he looks I like didn't. a schmuck in any movie he's in. <laughs> he's so good. Yeah. He is. He's quite schmucky. He was quite young. Then. He's a schmuckle. Um, and ultimately becomes like this elaborate... Uh, elaborate is el- putting it lightly. Elaborate Ocean's Eleven plot to yeah, steal the to steal his money. I'd be willing to wager that 90% of the audience didn't follow. Didn't follow. Didn't follow. Uh, yeah. That's follow. pretty much the... That's pretty much it. Uh, the, it. There's a lot of poker. I would say the, the, the main part of it is Gamp. Poker and then horse racing. Yeah, uh, which is kind of interesting. Which is interesting. Here's another. Here's another. Here's a whole uh, universe connected. The guy who plays the uh, the fake horse race announcer. It's yeah. Poop Deck Pappy. It's Poop Deck Pappy. No so he way. T- it is. Way. And, he t- and he took his his he took his he took his he took his scam on the road. To the Popeye village. He, this was when he was clean. It was, like, but like he was clean. But then, but then, they, but he was running horse races. He hadn't picked. Fake, he, had, he was running uh, fake horse races in yet. Popeye Village. Yeah. So he was onto that. That's where it began. Yeah. It's all thanks to Paul Newman. <laughs> <laughs> you and his him and his sauce. Him and his ranch dressing. Yeah. Um, you know, I I always thought they called it the sting because the way Robert Shaw talked in it was like you got a stung in my mouth. Yeah. <laughs> you follow? <laughs> the swelling's unbelievable. Yeah. Shock bit me. <laughs> now, as far as impediments to him go, did, did anybody know the, the, the fun fact about him in this movie? The uh, limp? He was limping? Are talking about the limp? Yeah, the limp. Was that an extra thing of it character? Was real. It was Shall real. I say it or will Yeah, you go. Ahead. Okay. 
Uh, the limp in this movie is reportedly real. Oh. He had injured himself right before the movie, and the director was like, eh, just make it a character thing. It's pretty cool, actually. I thought, oh, mm-hmm. look at that. He's a brilliant actor. I thought it looked like real limping. <laughs> <laughs> he's a big dude. He's a good actor. Yeah, he's very good. It's a shame he wasn't many movies. So, where do we want to start with this one? Well, let's start with that bumblebee at the beginning. <laughs> <laughs> they actually played Flight of the Bumblebee at the beginning. <laughs> Which was very anachronistic, it was. but it worked. <laughs> and then they went then right they into the right entertainment. Into entertainment. <laughs> yeah. And then Scott when the Joplin. butterflies showed up, I, I turned it on. Yeah. 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 Oh, my God. That's not, that's, that, the Entertainer, such a good song. I don't know, man. What? No, I mean for this movie. I, that's when I first... Uh, um, this is the. That's when I was first introduced to that uh, really song. Yeah, I don't know where I got introduced to it, but I have never watched this movie before last night. What? Whoa! What? Yeah. Oh, I was excited. What? All right. Well, wow. I always knew I had to watch it. I, watched I just did. Did you have any idea what it was going into it? I mean, I had some idea. Paul Newman. Okay. My only misconception is I thought this movie was made in like the fifties. You follow? Oh, it, it did, I thought so too, but it was it, the seventies. To, to its credit, it, it it did the period thing well. About two couple years before Jaws came out. Yeah, seventy three. So Robert Shaw right there on the screen. Yes, seventy three. <laughs> okay, let's talk about the music. Yeah, I or lack thereof. Honestly. Well, what little there is. Yeah, yeah. Why did they use ragtime? I think they were trying to set up because uh, he's a like dr- this drifter. tone. To it, yeah. Well, there's that. There's and a drifter, and Scott Joplin was a real Scott. Uh, Scott Joplin was an African American composer, or pianist. I think he was a composer, but uh, it has that ragtime feels mm-hmm. in like that's the very beginning. It takes place in that uh, uh, with his with that set er- time this time and, period yeah, in that area. Ragtime fell out of popularity in like 1915. Well, no one was listening to it at the time. But it it's, it seems like it, it doesn't need to be like they're listening to it at that point. It's just to take you backwards, maybe. Well, you know, this is why I think it is. Okay, this is why. Because they set it up as a vaudevillian act anyway. It kind of does. It, it, was, it, it yeah. is. And like, it so does feel very stable. Well, the very like. beginning, they, they, they set up the, the Norman Rockwell-ish. And the way it's lit is like Norman Rockwell painting. Very much the so. Norman Rockwell art. So they show the, the beginning, the play. And then they show that there's people. Like, oh, you mean the the title cards? Yeah, the yeah, art, yeah. like Saturday so if, evening if post. Fits, yeah. yeah, it's exactly. And they lit it that way, too, yeah. which is I like. And I watched it for the first time in and HD. Turn the page. Yeah, yeah. And I watched it for the first time in HD, and it's like those colors is pop. All these transitions and stuff, the wipes and the mm-hmm. circle things. I was like, what are we watching Star Wars? No, we're <laughs> they did it first. <laughs> you follow? I I I uh, I um. I think I liked it because it, it was setting up. This is just a, a, a play. It sets so it a ragtime kind of feel. I, it sets a tone, but I I don't know. I just I, it didn't fit for me. The, uh, yeah, you're shook. I think it was more. Didn't follow. The pl- I think the playfulness of the the con. I guess it never. But yes, it also it does it does add playfulness because of the way it sounds. Yeah, I will I will completely admit that it works on that front. Yeah, I mean it. To me, it's less. It still kind of feels weird given the subject matter, but it's so iconic almost that it. I whenever you hear it or think of the sting, it's like you instantly yeah. connect with it. And I think there's at but, least merit to yeah, that. Yeah, you think you think hmm. whenever you think about the entertainer, it's connected to the sting. Yeah, what? there are certain movies that you think that uh, for music in general that you think was written for that movie, but it's like no, that was written for something else that they used. Yeah, like deepest bluest. From Deep Blue Sea. <laughs> <laughs> well, like a... That is like a shark's fin. 
Well, the tw- 2001 Space Odyssey is 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 what, what Danube. Yeah. That but you, was but you, you, far before the movie. But you automatically think of that, uh, you know, for it. And even the beginning, that's not the Blue Danube. The beginning of it is not the Blue the Danube. The Zarathustra? Yeah. Yeah, that's not, that's also written long before the movie. Yeah, so you think, you are, I, I, you automatically identify it yeah. to those movies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wasn't uh, Ragtime having like a resurgence in the 70s too? Maybe. Could that have just been a, a popularity decision? Maybe. Did the play come out Maybe, then? I don't know. Ragtime? I don't know. I didn't follow. Mm. I don't know. I don't follow Either way, there was some kind of resurgence. I read this on Wikipedia. Anyways, I liked the the the, the transitions. I liked that the, it was just there to be a, kind of set up the vault. They even had a vaudeville uh, burlesque thing at the beginning yeah. too. It was yeah. unobtrusive. It set the stage. It was good. Yeah. Yeah. And but and when you say unobtrusive, it like music just cuts out basically mm-hmm. for most of the movie. And other than these transitions, there's a couple of little montages where they bring the music back. Yeah. But. I will say, uh, I love the lack that. of soundtrack is probably my f- one of my favorite things about this movie. Yeah, really cool. Mm. I think a movie is really good when it doesn't need a soundtrack. Mm-hmm. Like they use the the like kind of background noise of the train they're on to kind of mm-hmm. push it forward, or that you you hear them running in this quiet street. And, I don't know. It's, it's it really looks, good. It looks so good on on HD. Yes, it I does. never saw an HD like this trailer you have behind us. It looks us. like crap this, compared to the HD trailer. This is how I watched it for years, mm-hmm. and then I watched the HD version. Okay, I see what they were doing with the Norman Rockwell, like just that, the way it, it vibes. It's very bright, very, and vibrant. It's, it's very Saturday evening post with the the font and everything, yeah. and the white. So they definitely took a page out of. Well, that, that's when he was in uh, like 1930s and 40s is when he was getting going, Norman Rockwell. Yeah. So they captured that a lot. You follow? You follow? I, mm-hmm. <laughs> I um. <laughs> now you're looking at it. <laughs> they did a couple of good like framings, arm. like with the the wide city shot that they do a couple of times. I think they did it at least once. There was that. There was Chicago. one where they had the like L because this is Chicago, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Where the the L coming by, in, and that uh, that had to have been because they're on a set. That the, had to have been like a map painting. Well, no, there's. I think they shot in location on some some spots. When he no, was, he's talking when, about the big wide. There shot. was one that was like really wide, and well, it, you saw like when, the whole he's, sky when he's yeah. running away from under the, the L. I think he was really under the L there. Oh, when he's running under, yeah, that and was, he's running yeah, on, yeah. on top of the L. I think there's the a real station in the L. Shots, sure. yes, uh, it's probably some on location. I, yeah. um, I don't know. Some of it felt like it was on on a on a back lot somewhere. I it think was it pretty empty was back lot. Oh yeah, yeah. but I like that yeah. though because you can really it was it. It adds may, to the isolation it, of the character well, it, it, from no. the population at large. It may, it's a better. It's a, it made it more of a painting. It's a window into his soul. Some paintings oh. have people, Ben. I know. <laughs> I know. I was just missing uh, the Coca Cola Santa Claus in this movie. Oh, you follow? I don't. Uh, <laughs> it's worse. What? Because Norman Rockwell, like that's oh. like a Norman oh, Rockwell okay. thing. Like, okay. Yeah. The joke didn't didn't work. Didn't oh I didn't didn't follow. Well, you didn't follow. Uh, so. <laughs> This uh, I, I'm looking at the start of the movie. The, I think this was the has to be a contender for one of the first movies, at least that I can remember, or like in terms of when it was released. That did the I'm getting too old for this. Yeah, mm. Luther did. <laughs> I'm, I'm getting too old for this. But he, I'm retiring. He plays a hustler in like everything he is, like the movie The Hustler. <laughs> wow, Paul Newman. Oh, Paul Newman. Yeah. Yeah. You follow? Yeah. Uh, I Paul Newman and Robert Redford. Are yeah, Luther amazing. Luther was the guy that got killed at the beginning. Yeah, right? he was the guy that got killed. Uh, but but I was just thinking, I was thinking like Paul Newman, 
Paul Newman always looked old. Always. <laughs> like, yeah. He's always, he always looked old. That, like, he's always like the gray and like I bet at eighteen he looked like he was forty. Yeah. He's always perpetually forty five. He's a cool until hand. He just Luke, went man. straight to eighty. Cool he's hand a, Luke. He's a cool Nine hand. Out of Luke. 10. Very cool. He's shaking that bush, boss. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't he eat like 500 eggs or something 50. in that? Yeah. Really? Yeah. I thought he just I ate, I thought he just ate pasta sauce. <laughs> <laughs> I can eat 50 sauce cans of Alfredo. <laughs> yeah, he does. Nobody can eat 50 cans of Alfredo. Is that, is that yours? No. It's Newman's own. <laughs> <laughs> and then he and then he drives off in his race car. <laughs> Perfect. I loved it. Um, <laughs> yeah, uh, <laughs> I need to put a, need to put a fade out on that. You follow? Um, what did you guys think of uh, Redford and Paul Newman? Oh well, they're just they're just like Laurel and Hardy. Which, by the way, did you see the preview for Laurel and Hardy? What? <laughs> There's a Laurel and Hardy movie like like biopic. John C. Riley, right? John C. Riley, and what's his name? Who? Forget the actor's name, but it looks really good. Huh? I'll yeah, anyways, check that but, but yeah. sidetrack. Let's talk about the the movie that uh, we're talking about. You follow? Yeah. Paul Newman, Robert Redford, both nine out of ten actors. I think uh, they are, and I think actually the weakest person in this was Robert Redford. Yeah, he's I, the one that got nominated. I know, but I think Paul Newman was better in it. Way I think I, I think I think Robert Redford's a good actor, but I think he wasn't good like great in this. I think he was underutilized. He was underutilized, but like I don't believe him. For half the movie, <laughs> he's just kind of there. He is, but he's handsome. <laughs> I I would say he de- he was. L- I would definitely agree that he. I liked Paul Newman better mm-hmm. for sure. Who doesn't? Um, I think Paul Newman's character was just inherently more interesting. More interesting. Yeah. But I think Paul, uh, Robert Redford did an amazing job too. <laughs> I, I thought his character to set up the movie uh, that he's so impulsive and so. Mm-hmm. Um, and he didn't have it. At they the did end. that very right. Yeah, I and then he goes and he he. <laughs> it seems like he likes that time period because he was in. Remember the movie that Natural. Like it's the yeah. same time period. He yeah, he, he looks, just fits that time period. Yeah. He has that nice Dick Van Dyke Slots chin going right on in. there. <laughs> yeah. He does. He could be like the Kinda. better looking version of Ooh. Dick Van Dyke. Well, actually, they're both pretty Dick good looking. Dick Van Dyke guys. was a handsome man. The blonde version of Dick Van Dyke. There you go. There you go. Speaking of Dick Van Dyke, he's in the new Mary Poppins movie coming out. What? You follow? Yeah, he is. Uh, good. Yeah, he's still alive. Is Mickey Rooney still alive too? Mickey, I don't. No, I don't think, think so. so. He, maybe he saw finally saw a dragon. No, he finally <laughs> he finally saw Babe too. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh God. Oh. I've been avoiding this for years. <laughs> oh, he went out. He went out on a high note. <laughs> he went out with a squeal. <laughs> uh-huh. um, I'm gonna. So the. Uh... Do you think he went to Asian heaven? <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever seen Breakfast at Tiffany's? Uh, it's probably one of the most racist very, very representations long. of an Asian person, played by uh, Mickey Rooney. Oh, oh really? Yeah, okay. he plays a Japanese or Chinese person. I, I forget. It's just really stereotypical Extremely and terrible. Racist, huh? So is Asian is Asian uh, not PC to say Asian? There's the continent of Asia, and there's people <laughs> from there. I don't know. I, I think Oriental is a bad thing to say nowadays, right? I don't know. I I I, I would. Think Asian is more better. But, he, yeah. he played an Asian person. Okay, yeah, I don't know what to send, but it was very. It was too, very. Uh, so. Maybe it was Chinese. So the sting. 
Chinese. There's the re- there, that's why. The why isn't Mickey Rooney in Sting? <laughs> <laughs> he could be jumping sharks. <laughs> I think you're thinking of Henry Winkler. <laughs> Henry Winkler. Henry I don't know. All right. So uh, the next thing I had written down was I like <laughs> bust into the card game. Hey, 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 four jacks. Hey, hey. No, hey. oh, <laughs> get shot. <laughs> you didn't follow. Oh. <laughs> Elon again. Uh, okay, Elon so, again. I liked the, uh, the. I I really did like the how it kind of escalated very quickly for Robert Redford, where he had to get out of the city. Like because they didn't start, waste any time. It started off as like this fun little con. They run away. Everything's great. Uh, then you think they're just going to send somebody after him, and it like from that point when you see Robert Shaw be like send somebody to get him, get the mm. two con guys, the grifters. From there to when he meets. Uh, Paul, it's like five Speaking of minutes. Breakfast at Tiffany's. Two grifters conning Robert Shaw. <laughs> they are such a lot of Shaw to con. <laughs> anyway, that was beautiful. Con. Sorry. Can you do it again? No. <laughs> no, please, no. no. Um, <laughs> I veto it. Well, <laughs> the other thing is part of that, one. that I think gets to the, the genius of the whole movie. In addition to the performances being really well. You would really say well, genius? Yeah, I, w- I would. In addition to the performance being really great and the cinematography and all that. Um, Your the, cup is green. The yeah. uh, It's just reflecting. Is it? Oh, oh. yeah, it's yellow. <laughs> it's yellow. Yellow, uh, you follow. The, um, You're a coward. It's very, from a plot standpoint, it's so dense with little details. There's and all so of, much going all on. Of it's so dense. All of them play in. So, like, during that initial scene... The cop roughs him up, and you think he's just roughing him up for a little bit of money, but he gives him counterfeit money, and really that's what propels him to keep chasing him is because he got conned for the counterfeit money. And then the counterfeit money also plays into the dialogue later when Paul Newman is testing him, and mm-hmm. there's so many, like, and that happens like 50 times in the movie. And it play, if you, especially if you see it for the first time, you're like, especially looking at the, at the end, spoilers, when they, you know, they're arguing with each other, you think that really happened. Yeah. So it plays with you as an audience member too. Yeah, there's so times you're not in you on, question your reality. Yeah, you're not in on the joke too. I think that's such a good thing and and uh, uh speaking of the beginning, uh there were there, there was a point where I, I, I yelled, I, I, I stood up and I screamed it at the TV. Three thousand on red? Yeah. Really? Yeah. What kind of game war are you? <laughs> I'm done. Yeah, that's good. I love that. I love that he went in down to the seedy little bar, put the whole, and then he got conned because then just setting up this underworld too during that time where there's these little gambling places. It's like they, John Wick too. Everybody's in on the graft, the grifting game. Yeah, and then, and then they go to that bar and it's like, oh yeah, here's a, here's the sheet of thirty good con men to list, and there's and they're completely ready to drop yeah, everything ready to, to get started <laughs> for the guy who hasn't done anything in decades or something. <laughs> One guy has is like. I brought my own uh, wardrobe. Like, <laughs> to, like imagine he's got this for a costume. <laughs> imagine for a moment that someone you haven't seen in twenty years or something calls you up and says, "Hey, it's on," and you're like, "Cool," and then you like leave immediately. I'm there. <laughs> you're there. It, they that just doesn't happen. They send you a Polaroid of them like touching their nose. <laughs> no, it's, they send a selfie. It's like a Star Give Trek episode when they when they try to. Uh... Uh, lure people in holodecks and they think they're in real places and they con them. Ah, uh, yes. Oh, yes. Yes, yes, yes. You follow? I follow. But maybe Star Trek pulled from that. Um, God. I bet. Crazy. This is like a better version of Ocean's Eleven. Kind of. Uh, yes, much. I would say much better. Yeah. Uh, because it's not so 
glitzy and um I don't know. I think there's something a little bit more charming about glitzy is the uh, word con men for a mobster. Like you still get kind of that hero villain mm-hmm. feel versus well, Ocean's Eleven. Like yeah, the time period helps too. The casino and the you well, know, here, there's the girlfriend. Julia Roberts is part of it too. You kind of helped me solidify a thought there. Uh, this movie has a gritty feel to it for the most part, and Ocean's Eleven is much more glitzy, like you said, and it kind of yeah. I don't want to say glamorizes the the crime and stuff in Ocean's Eleven, but in this movie, you at least I got the sense that there are no real good characters in this movie. Mm, yeah, <laughs> everybody's got bad guy. Everybody's great, like and, Aaron. And that, thanks. Yeah, see. You noticed uh, it, it just gave me a nice gray. little sense of uh, any pants. Uh, yeah, hey, nobody was good in this movie, so it's like, who do you root for? Obviously, you root for Robert Redford. Yeah, <laughs> yeah not Robert Shaw. Forget I said anything. Luther got Luther got killed. That's yeah. the whole reason. Yeah, that if that wasn't in the movie, this would be kind of dumb. Right. <laughs> well, it showed you how scary Robert Shaw is in this movie. Kind of, he's such a good, such a good actor. Yeah, I'm surprised I he. I I wanted some more scenes where he was incredulous of uh, the offer that they were trying to give him because he kind of just bit the he bit the hook right away. Mm-hmm. Well, I. <sighs> I I agree and disagree with that. I would say I agree. I kind of wanted a little bit more of him being really skeptical and out, and then it's a slower build to him coming back into the fold, which I that's kind of what you're saying. But I also think the scenes that they did have yeah. were performed so convincingly, mm-hmm. like scary, the poker man. table, the mm-hmm. uh, and then and then Robert Redford's role in, in the basically end, setting the bait, like yeah. all of that was just so brilliant and so. He wasn't well done. a chump. It, I just felt like I wanted more tension, maybe. But that I yeah, could go either way. Sure. It works as is. Yeah. Once the horse race part, as that kept going. They could have factored in a little bit more, like what this doing is, the shutout this is really BS. helped, though. The what? When they did the shutout, that really helped. When he couldn't put the bet down, but he still heard who won, yeah, and it was the yeah. right tip. The other part that they, I think they might have even right in the middle of that scene, or right in the middle of that progression to him ultimately putting down the four uh, five hundred thousand five hundred thousand dollar bet. Right there was the paint <laughs> the pa- the painter scam yep. with the office. That was, so, that was so smart and so mm-hmm. good, and they did it so well. We're like, "Yep, I'm painting my office. We got to get out of here." That Let's that, that actor who played the 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 the, the, must, the mustachioed guy. I've seen him in other stuff before. Yeah, who is that? But you know, who he looks like, but he's not. He is not the dad on Family Tides. Like he, but he looks exactly like him. Family Tides. You remember, you Beach remember? edition. Yeah. <laughs> Beach. <laughs> Do you remember? You do, gave me to it. Do you remember Family Ties? Ties. Yeah. Tides. Ties. Excuse me. Yeah. Is it Family Ties or Tides? T I E S. I thought it was on a boat. <laughs> <laughs> I'm 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 tighter. You're in knots. <laughs> I'm tighter. Uh, no, Family Ties. You follow? I think in my Robert <laughs> Shaw. He's, he's, in my my ro- favorite episode Robert is Shaw is about the Windsor. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the one about the Windsor. <laughs> Sorry, doing? half Windsor. Yeah. Uh, no, but like, do you know the dad from Family Ties? No. My, my, <laughs> we I'm did pull, not oh, watch that. Pull it up. Do you know he's yeah. in? You know, he, you know the dad from Family I'm on Ties. It, is, I'm on it. He's in. Um, um, what's he in? He's in um, uh, uh, Tremors. He's that. No, he's okay. Bert. See, it looks like uh, the dad family. Isn't, isn't not, let me see if I can get that on screen. Uh, with a mustache. You got to get him with a mustache. Uh, I need to, well, 
It's on. It's set on Chrome. I stopped using Chrome. Oh, Chrome. I'll get it. I'll get it. I'll get, get it. it together. Blackout. Black, family ties. Yeah. Boom. I did it. So if you're listening, go check it out. Yeah, he looks like him. I think. I think. I think. A better poster. of Family ties. Everybody wearing ties. Yeah. Family ties. And it's all tied together. Yeah. Family ties. Yeah. No, no. They're tied together. Stupid. Right. <laughs> <laughs> what are you thinking? That's when it gets ridiculous. What's, what's wrong with you? Matt? <laughs> that's when it gets yeah, a little. All right. Come on. That's, keep it together. <laughs> that's Alfred. Do we have any comments? Uh, uh, no. I'll, I should probably check. Maybe uh, there aren't any. I, I, I'm, I'm going to check anyway. Yeah, you're right. You're not following? Um, <laughs> there were a couple really good lines in this movie, I thought, too, just individually. I think all of them. Nice to meet you, kid. You're a real horse's ass. That, I just <laughs> was going to say that. <laughs> I beat you. I like, when he, I like when the Batman came down in his tumbler <laughs> and he said, I got to get me one of those. <laughs> that, that was, that was, and then Mr. Freeze came out and said, Ice to meet you. But I love that one. Those are my favorite lines. <laughs> <laughs> I like the, <laughs> the most ridiculous thing to say for this movie. <laughs> nice to meet you. Nice to meet you. Uh, I like the line where like, what's with all these bees? <laughs> the bees. <laughs> Is this a sting? <laughs> There's way too many bees. Uh, we should have had that was good. We should have had the the, the 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 thumbnail for this to be just a bee. It was sting the sting. Now there should have been a uh, well, um a Seinfeld just, picture. Just a bee. Yeah, it should be sting. Like, we should sting is a bee. We did a sting. Maybe movie. a Muhammad Ali that? portrait. What was that? It was vampire a, movie. Frankenstein. We did. The Bride. The Bride. The Bride. That's right. You didn't like it. You didn't follow. I didn't. I didn't think it was very good. I liked it. Um, I don't know Pat, enough. Oh, this was the Robert. This was the Robert Redford line that I like. I don't know enough about killing to kill him. Like I thought that was a really good line <laughs> yeah. in the middle of them. I'm coming a up wuss. The Translated from yeah. Robert Redford. <laughs> you know, Robert Redford could be a good Captain America. Yeah. Wait, he was in Captain America. I forgot he was, he was back. What? Yeah. I forgot he was in the second Captain America. Oh yeah. yeah. Um, polished. I think I saw that movie once. That's why I forgot. He could be uh, Dick Van Dyke's brother. Did we talk about that? Oh. He could be anything he wanted. He's yeah. Robert Redford. That's He's our so second handsome. Dick Van Dyke reference. He's charming. Um, so I'm and now I'm thinking about Ocean's Eleven a little bit. So they they also have a scene where they're kind of recruiting the team, um, mm -hmm. and it, it's very similar actually. I enjoyed this one a little bit more because they had like a little signal mm -hmm. just wordlessly getting people. Yeah. Uh, which I think they also did in Ocean's Eleven. But uh, then they very quickly, though, they don't go through like 15 people all over the world. or not No, 15. they're all pretty local. They're right? all, it's just like get the two or three guys that are the core of their entire brain trust. Mm -hmm. And then they do that uh, scene in the, where in the back room. And that's where we also get more information about Lonigan, about how he's like a really dangerous person and mm -hmm. stuff. And they're thinking about all his habits. And does, he, does, he, he, does he own a, uh, uh, I thought he owns a lawnmower company. <sighs> Keep going. You going to finish off, this Off one? again in Lonigan. <laughs> <laughs> you follow? <laughs> so, but then they quickly go on to the the bar to do the recruiting in the the bar with all the other all the other people, including the one guy who was part of the he was like the third man, the three the third stooge of Luther and he Robert was, Redford. He was, he was uh, Orson Welles. I miss you. It's okay. I miss you, man. This is the banter. Why do you tolerate me? <laughs> 
Um, you know, my friends. And he had kind of like an interesting, uh, he was, he just wanted to be involved, even though mm-hmm. he was like the small time. And then he, uh, you think he's going to get too nervous during you mean his... the, the one that Papio Daniel face yeah. slammed into yeah. the table? Just, boosh! You crack it? Yeah. <laughs> just slams him into the, into the table. Right. Um, he doesn't remember Papio Daniel. I, I call him Daniel with Daniel. I haven't seen that movie enough times. Oh, he's the best part. Have a... He's one of the best parts. He is. Um, we need a little guy. I wrote down this. Li- I wrote the note in here Both that fine. just says, "Damn, I love Paul Newman's coyness. <laughs> He's really good. <laughs> yeah. He has this like little That's smirk." He is a little smirk all the time. Smooth. He is a smooth. Especially when he's doing the card tricks. Is that really him doing the card tricks? Well, at least towards, unless they did some like really good cut. He had to do at least part of it because the, the, the last one they panned up to him. Yeah. it was a pan. Unless they did the David Bowie uh, labyrinth thing where they had the juggler behind his arm. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, it worked. That's right? also oh, the. Uh, yeah. They might have. Uh, it was a deliverance pretty, thing it was, too. It was a pretty yeah. quick pan up, so maybe he wasn't doing it. Yeah, the deliverance thing when when uh, the, the kid with the banjo. That's not his hand. Oh, it's not his hand. Yeah. Oh, I thought the part when someone else's. Um, uh, was not, yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was, was going to go there and you stopped. Well, the car the car tricks part was. You got real... a pretty mouth, Matt. Matt. You got a pretty stop mouth. It, stop it. Stop it. Stop it. I don't follow. I don't follow. Squeal, Matt. Squeal. Uh, go on. Go the on. the car tricks th- scene was uh, one of those. Um, they did a lot of like, oh, these these guys are really good at conning people. Where they he stuffs it in his pants, and oh, he did the sleight of hand, or oh, he during one of the cutaways, Paul Newman got the four jacks in his hand instead of the four threes, which is so good. It's good leaving the audience, but but but, but without without cuts, would they be good con men? Without the <laughs> well, that's that's uh, my whole... considering this movie really happened in real time. Uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. I didn't follow. Whenever the camera's not on me right now, it means that time stands still. Uh, the uh, uh, the whole advantage, though, of having the card trick scene is that they actually show somebody actually performing mm-hmm. what what they've been using the whole time, mm-hmm. and whether it was Paul Newman or not. Even just I was seeing very, those tricks yeah. on screen, I was very impressed. I was like enthralled by that. That was really good. And then they throw in him uh, dropping the cards. That makes the scene. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, it wouldn't it be You're much still a little at. bit shaky about if yeah. he's still a drunkard or, mm-hmm. or yeah. That was a like con a in itself. He was never what, drunk. Was the woman <laughs> that got... So good. The, was the woman who he... Um, he ended up with? He ended up with who tried to... Who we... We're surprised it was going to kill the him. Assassin? The assassin. Oh, the assassin. Who did she work for again? I forgot. Lonigan, right? Yeah. Whoever Lonigan. She was at least like contracted. Interesting. But I think she, it was that was kind of weird because I couldn't tell if she was just supposed to follow him and keep tabs on him, or if she was already contracted. Well, to she kill him. did drop a gun when she got shot. And she killed that other guy. She killed somebody. Yeah. She, was she the one she, in the car? She with was the, the one. So the guy who tried to kill. Robert Redford, uh, Kelly, and, and Robert Redford ran away, and the guy in the alleyway gets shot. Yeah. You don't see who shoots him. Oh, it's right. Serena, yeah, yeah, yeah. And they set up his thing as the other guy, but, but he's why, the one who's- Why would she kill that guy trying to kill Robert Redford if she was trying to kill Robert Redford? Why would she? Why Maybe would she matter? wanted the cash for it. Do you know what it reminded me? If you think of that scene- <laughs> a little confused. If you think of that sequence, it kind of reminds you of, you know what kind of pulled from that, from that is the Who Framed Roger Rabbit. <laughs> there are some similar scenes like where you don't know who's mm-hmm. who yeah. the killer is. 
I'm sure it, that's, it, was, it was Christopher Lloyd, people. Christopher I, Lloyd, yeah. he's back. It's, it's very always Christopher spoilers. Lloyd. Uh, that's a very film noir, I think, kind of thing. It is. You kind of obscure. I'm not sure it matters is. who did the shooting in the alleyway. Yeah, but I, it was her. That, he says he said Serino. That was you're right. Yeah, yeah. You're is right. her name Serino? Yeah. That that angle was a little bit rushed in. Yeah. If, if we're gonna nitpick some of the stuff, it I would say that bad. was a little it was bit last forced minute. in. And you can kind of didn't need it. Yeah, you didn't it, need it. It just kind of showed Paul Newman as this, as a good friend, guidance, keeping well, keeping an eye out for. Hold up here, I, I don't know that that last stretch of the movie. It seemed like everything was going pretty perfectly. We needed some kind of tension. Maybe they could have done it better. They needed it. I agree, and I, that's where I would go. Is they mu- probably could have done it a little bit better. You maybe right incorpor- in head. maybe incorporate that character earlier, the waitress. Because so I was longer... just waiting for something bad to happen, and it never did. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, I think they initially were trying to uh, make the conflict of the movie. I even wrote down that. All right, this cop chasing them thing needs to escalate. It needs to pay off mm-hmm. somehow. Like, mm-hmm. what's the point of this? And then they immediately they worked in the FBI part. Which I think was supposed to be a misdirect, and may I don't know, Aaron. I'm curious what you thought of that because, at least this is my second time seeing it. I was I was like on to it the whole time. Like I, there's no, obviously that's a con. This is your second time. Second viewing. Yeah. I don't know how many times I've seen this. Yeah. So Aaron, when the FBI came in, did you feel like that was legitimate, or were you immediately like, no way, this is real? Uh, I, I, I didn't think it was. Uh... I didn't think it was real. I thought I thought the way it was framed that we were supposed to know it was part of the con. Mm. Okay, I didn't. I always thought that they were. Weren't, weren't, See, I think that was. I agree. With ben. Didn't Paul Newman ben. discuss yeah. with somebody else about how the cops were on him? And they're like, we got to do something about that. They did. T- they did tease that, but no, that's, wasn't that's, that's how I took it. Okay, yeah. I took it where I didn't know that. Okay, of course, yeah. I was five at the time. When I was yeah. <laughs> this movie is not know. for five year olds. I loved it. That. My mom. My mom made me watch this movie. She loved it. <laughs> Um, the uh, the poker table on the train. Best I think, scene in the movie. I I'd think say. that into Robert Redford. And then not the scene necessarily, but what they did with the follow up with Robert Redford's character on the train to mm-hmm. hook him. That was, I think, the best part of the movie. It was really good. That, yeah, the the whole uh, exchange between. Paul Newman oh, Paul and Newman. Robert Shaw. So Robert Shaw. They're both like oh what a what a and Shaw to say so yeah you're oh, right. like, yeah. Can I say uh, he grabs po- the he yeah. grabs it. poker table con scenes are always always good to me. I will always be a sucker for them. Yeah, mm-hmm. but this one didn't like drag on though. No, it uh, they did like three hands or something, and then they cut away to Maybe take a break. Four. And I love that. It I was love mostly that. on Paul Newman being drunk. Too. Yeah, like it, in this chaotic. That'd be mighty nice if you served get a tie. Well, he <laughs> wasn't really and, his family tie. And I love yeah family ties. Um, <laughs> family five. Family Vaughn? Follow? Follow. I like the the line that Robert Shaw says, what am I going to say to the group that he's a, he, he's a better cheater than I am? Yeah, that was good. <laughs> you know? <laughs> sometimes so... the shark go away, sometimes he wouldn't go away. <laughs> sometimes he looks straight at you. Two of a kind. <laughs> <laughs> King's over three. Right the eyes. Yeah. Yeah, that's um, a great scene. I really uh-huh. like well, and even just them mentioning like again the little con details of uh, drink a little bit of the gin, spit it out so you can smell it, but then fill it up with water. Uh, 
having the deck that like somehow they figured out exactly the brand of card deck they're playing with to make sure you have that exact one that copied yeah yeah but i don't know there's something about this that felt much more authentic yeah sincere like people yeah pe- like that people would you didn't need to have some encyclopedic knowledge of the inner workings of a billion dollar casino there wasn't like a things- spoon fed yeah of, of like Oh, this is how it's going to be. It's something know. as simple as like, yeah, I got that branded. It wasn't. Cards. It wasn't Last Jedi. Yeah. They uh, wrote schematics. the line very well because you don't need to know gambling. You don't need to know card cheating tricks. Everybody got that, and they they explain it enough that you can know what's going on. Mm-hmm. You follow, and they mm-hmm. don't explain it too yeah. much. You will follow. Mm-hmm. follow. Um, Who yeah. drives a boat, chief? <laughs> <laughs> Was there anything that you two keep... didn't like about this movie, like explicitly? I didn't like the Universal Picture. No, I actually liked the Universal Picture. But yeah, they used the classic one. <laughs> you were just looking at the thing yeah. in the background, <laughs> <laughs> and even then you backtracked. <laughs> I'm sorry. I love this movie. Yeah. I followed. Uh, um, I was I was actually thinking about it. It what what I would it's critique. I guess so charming. Um, I think it would be. The train sequence you guys. The train sequence. I think stuff. we're all in I think it would that. be escalating some conflict to feel a little bit more real. And I think the only way to accomplish that is to work in that waitress character earlier in the movie. Yeah, I think that's I, I think the waitress. And that would be that the would be the one to do. Although that feels a little bit uh I, yeah, that's what I would do. I think it, it, I, I think wouldn't I, want it to interrupt anything else though. That's I think, the problem. I think they can take it out and be just as It'd be all right. In which case, I would fine. make the FBI stuff. I would have added a scene where the FBI nabs somebody That's else. That's the weakest part of the movie yeah. is the waitress stuff. It's like just thrown in there. If I had to make a real critique, I'd say, like, and I have to say this half-heartedly because I don't think there's any other way but the way they did it. The movie is a little long. You follow? Yeah, it, it's a tad long, but it's two it, hours. It, it, two hours ten. It it earns it. Yeah, I. It's didn't long, feel, I but I. It. It's a stretch for me. I'm I just thought saying. it went through. Yeah, I think they. It wasn't used because there's no music, well. Aaron. If there was music in it, it would have been faster for you. No, it just took them <laughs> a long time to build that fake horse parlor. You follow? That's true. I liked that though. I yeah, loved it that it took a while to build it, and I liked that they were. Uh, uh, how they show because I didn't know what the wire was. Maybe at the time, like, oh yeah, the wire. Obviously, they're, it's gonna they're gonna get so, the ticker tape. So like, ba- I had no idea what so ba- that was. So and then the- you see how it plays out. So was there a delay on? Like, yeah, on the by like two minutes. Two minutes. They would basically just wait a second until they obviously and until Robert they got Shaw the horse know, they and you, wanted, and, and you, but it was still real. They the kind of tricks to make that it, only work because, before the internet. Because <laughs> yeah. that's what I'm saying. Like it wouldn't this work. One of those it, it wouldn't work because there's no because Robert Shaw can check his iPhone. Yeah, like, oh yeah, oh yeah. Uh, you not know follow it correctly. Should have got the iPhone six. I follow. Follow you on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> Did that take a minute to say to me? You're lying to me, Kelly. Kelly, you follow Twitter. Kelly, I'm Shadowband. That's good. <laughs> 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 Make no shit. So, we're, we're coming up on the, the, the 45. Actually, hold I'm up. Shadowband. A minute good. ago, I was trying to come up with something I didn't like. Because I'm wondering whether this movie should be eligible for Hall of Fame. 
Hmm. wondering. I think it's, well, we can talk about it. Let's talk Maybe about it's it. time to go there. Let's do a quick I would, one. I would say immediate entrance, no doubt whatsoever. In. Go. Go. Me? Yeah. Hall You're of Fame. You're pointing at the screen, not me. Hall of Fame. Okay. Hall of Fame, yes. You, don't you have the Hall of Fame thing? Oh, oh you, so you agree. No, I, I just want to see. He wants uh, to play the. the we video only for the play people. it if we all agree. Oh, okay, oh, okay, okay. Sorry, sorry. No, let's, I, let's I, create the suspense first. Okay, yeah, you're, you're the last one. I'll be the last one. Okay. Uh, oh, that's the wrong one. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead, Ben. Another great line was, uh, "You want to wait, right? You want to wait a minute. You want to wait before you announce, or do you want to do it right now? I want one more. Give me one more." You want to get one more? One more? You want to get one more? That's what it sounded yeah. like. Okay. <laughs> Do whatever you want. Um, God. No, go ahead. Give your vote. No, I'll wait. Okay. Cool. Uh, <laughs> one of the other lines I really liked was uh, when they were talking about, ult- ultimately when Paul Newman um, reveals that he knows all about the, the cop and R- Redford has to come clean that the cop is chasing him. People are trying to kill him. He's like, Christ, they'll probably miss you and hit me. That was <laughs> yeah. funny. That was a great line. It was such a genuine line. doesn't feel like a scripted movie line. Yeah, right. Mm. It feels like uh, it feels like the, something somebody would say. smooth you, character. Do you know what's interesting? I wonder how much uh, involvement the actors had in the script. I would wager little. Well, I, I think sometimes movies can uh, improve. That way, if you get your actors on early on, helping only if they're write, good actors. Yeah, that's right. Well, what's also interesting is that both of these guys, um, I mean, later in their careers, would become directors. But mm-hmm. you, Robert Shaw was a director you, you too. Ca- was I think, I think so. You could you can kind of I don't know. Not that the, I can pinpoint any specific moment, but you have to think about uh, kind of the emotions that they're able to get. That then that they would think about later when they're trying to get out of other actors. I I, like, I wonder in this movie if Paul Newman drives a Hudson a Hudson Hornet. Hornet. I think he did a Hornet. <laughs> yeah, stings people. Yeah. No, no, well, that, that no because because he plays Doc I, I Hudson in Cars. It's so much synergy of that joke was so good. <laughs> yeah, it was. It was, just it so was good. Options. Nailed it. The sting. <laughs> was he a yeah. beekeeper in his for, <laughs> former career? Was he conning people with that? <laughs> yes, he was. He did. He did and he, is this movie in the Hall of Fame or what? Um. Oh, right. Yeah, that's right. We're trying to make these shorter. I Aaron, forgot. That's why Aaron, you're saying Aaron, that. Aaron, Aaron, I want you to do something. Uh, take off my... Show the green screen in the back here. Okay. Okay. It's a lie. It's a sting. <laughs> it's, you, you thought this was a real movie set, but it's not. It's not, people. We set you up. We set you up. Yeah, that's for, that is great. All right, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, that was a good joke, buddy. It, yeah, we should uh, Is it in the it. Hall of Fame? Uh, is it in the Hall of Fame, Matt? Go ahead, vote. Vote. We did. We're waiting for you. Oh, it's me? Mike can elaborate yes. on mine if you want. Why would it be in the Hall of Fame? Because it's awesome. I didn't um, Because I have very few faults so with it. There's... there's I think there's something to consider, though. Sometimes a movie like this, particularly when it comes to rewatchability, when it's one that's it's kind of like a Usual Suspects, where it's this kind of uh, elaborate uh, mystery almost of how are they going to pull it off or who is the killer or whatever. And then when you get the reveal at the end, as good as it is. It's like, oh, I got it kind of, and maybe you can watch it one other time to kind of think through. How are they going to, okay, how did that play you, through? You mean how are you going to follow it? How are you going to follow? You follow? Does, that, does that follow through? Um, so there's <laughs> movies like that that are so good that have a short lifespan 
but that some of them still transcend that. Mm-hmm. This one could have drifted into that zone. Drifters. But it, it it balances the two really well in terms of how are they going to pull this off while also just everybody is so engaging and interesting and every single scene is paced so well and plays through and like uh, it kind of crumbles all the way down, waterfalls throughout the whole movie that um, everything feels like it has significance while you're still just enjoying the characters themselves. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I don't know. I loved it. I think it's... Yeah, I mean, it deserved to win. Well, I don't know if it deserved to win the Academy Award for that year. I don't know what else it was against, but uh, I'm happy that it won the Best Picture because it's an amazing movie. Yeah, it's a good movie. I went into it not knowing very much. I'd always wanted to see it, and I absolutely loved it. Yeah, it was a good movie. Uh, It's interesting because this is a few. This is like. When did Godfather came in? Came out nineteen seventy one or nineteen sixty nine or something like that. I don't think so it was that early. Godfather was before this. Yeah, I think it so. was. Yeah, I think so. Let's check. I what? Because that's a comparable kind of movie. Nineteen seventy two. Nineteen seventy two. Ooh, yeah. So around the same time, and they're shot totally differently. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's a gangster kind of thing. Kind of the same time period, a little bit. Well, you start to think about the set. The set. Uh, the, the but this is lot. This has got such a this is such a Norman Rockwell feel to it. Yeah, it's different, but but and it's it's not as dark. Godfather's uh, more, more larger than life. Yeah, it's interesting how that shot differently. But like the yeah. but the, the lighting was good. The Norman Rockwell feel took it. I, yeah, it's in the Hall of Fame. Boom! <laughs> Finally, I knew I'd get to play this today. Yeah. <laughs> All right, that's over. It's so good. The Hall of Fame. I agree. Uh, really great movie. Did not expect to like it as much as I did. Yeah, yeah. it's a good movie. It's very good. I you know, you know why I give it the Hall of Fame? Why? Because I love Robert Shaw. Like I, I, I love I, I, Paul Newman. I love all of them, but Robert Shaw is my favorite. I love that guy. He's great. Yeah. I wish he was in more movies. He p- sadly passed away a few years after Do- uh, Jaws. You follow? <laughs> Robert Shaw, Paul Newman, Robert Redford. That's yeah. like Big three. And then the the supporting cast was really solid. That makes too. for a wrecking ball of Poop a cast. Pack, Pretty Pappy, freaking good. Papio um, Dan. Daniel. In the interest of time, would you boys like to dish out some quick ratings out of ten? <sighs> Nine point something. Okay. It's above nine. Okay. I'll, that's where I will land. Eight out of ten. Okay. I would also give it an eight out of ten. Oh, wow. uh, but there's different. I liked pre- it a lot. I, more I, I, than you I love it, but I'm saying like they're different. Pre- like even though it's an eight out of ten, like an eight out of ten, I can have another movie that's eight out of ten inferior, is stellar. It is, but I can have another movie that's not in the Hall of Fame that can be eight out of ten too. In my ratings. That's where your ratings are. Mine's a. I'm. This is. Nine point five. I'm gonna, five I'm gonna be me. honest with you. This was I, I. I was debating: is this a Hall of Fame or not? You know really? I mean? Yeah, because oh, I wow. I love this movie, but it's like, is it a Hall of Fame? And it's Ooh. yeah, it is. I think it's very good. See, like The Godfather on my scale, that's a nine, because I don't give tens. There you go. You can you can picture your calibration in your uh, head. Uh, Harry and Henderson's eleven. Eleven. Okay. <laughs> I can see that your scale is realistic. Yes. I like that. Yeah, yeah. Well, obviously, ben. obviously, yeah, no, no yeah, shit. duh, duh. <laughs> um, so <laughs> next week is October, right? We're doing Spook oh, of we're Madness 2. Spook of Madness number two. Woo! Yeah, Spook of Madness two. <laughs> Get used to that voice. <laughs> <laughs> you haven't already, yeah. Maybe uh, I'll do this Robert Shaw. So <laughs> sometimes the spook go away, sometimes the spook doesn't go away, chief. 
<sighs> 3, 10, 17, 24. So we may get five, five, five weeks. Spooky Madnesses. So that's pretty cool. Grim, grim, and ghosts come out to socialize. Yeah. We had a lot of fun with this last year, and I, we're going to, right after this pod, we're going to pick some you good ones. We have a lot of fun ideas. So Yeah. Uh, yeah, tune in next week. I don't, I'm not, we're going to probably start, hopefully before next week, uh, announce the the yeah. whole month so you can kind of think about which ones are coming out, but um, maybe we'll do a vote for one mm-hmm. of these. That'd be uh, you should uh, follow us on Twitter. You should follow us. <laughs> and, 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 and <laughs> like, <laughs> like, follow. Smash the like button. Yeah. Smash Kelly. Yeah. Well. <laughs> All right. This uh, has been a gas. Wait, 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 wait. Let's uh, sign off. Matt? Go to Matt. Ha, 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 ha.